Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Let me take you on a day. Day. We ain't got a way. Tell me if you got an ex nigga in the way, you can stay. I just want to get a little taste and I see you keep your body in shape. Look, I just want to day. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Talking Sporty. I'm Brittany Beck. I'm P. And welcome back. We are finally back into football. <laughs> it's time. It's it's, yes. it's the most wonderful time of the year, and it's not. Woo! Tis the season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not Christmas. I'm sorry. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm ready. Are you locked in? Yeah, I miss you. I know. I love you. I can't <laughs> wait to just get started. I'm like so excited. I know. My baby screaming in the background, of course. <laughs> Anywho, we ride. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited for the season. Um, you know, they have us looking like we're going to win or the over under for us is six and a half games. So okay. not high hopes in Vegas. Um, not even a 500 season, but. Actually, I'm excited, you know? You know, like, I'm trying to, I'm trying, like, I'm trying to be optimistic here. Right. I feel like they're kind of feeding us, like, this, like, it's going to be different than last season. But, I mean. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have to, I mean. Oh, it has to be at least somewhat better than last season. But what I'm saying is, like, I don't know what to believe. I don't, are the Rams tanking? Like, what obviously Vegas thinks that it's going to be another mediocre season, right? Um, but it's just like it's a little, and it's okay. I'm. It's like we're kind of in a weird like, we don't know what route we're going, but it's it's like, it's okay, you know. I mean, according to, I mean, the Rams. There was the I thought I read a quote by Aaron Donald or like something where he was like, I'm in my 10th season. I never thought that we'd be like in this rebuild type of deal. But I mean, I think that the Rams are looking at the situation like they have a young core of guys. Right. A lot of just rookie unproven talent and they're willing to compete. And yep. they have these pillars that are out there that are obviously going to set the tone they're going to set the example they're going to be role models you know like looking at it just we have Aaron Donald on defense we have um oh yeah we have Cooper Cup obviously we have we're Matthew giving Matthew. Us our, we're giving oh, us we're giving like in terms of our pillars in terms no, of our guys, in terms of like just the guys that have been there that won a championship with us that kind of have just like experience yeah um, we have Ernest Jones and he was behind Bobby Wagner last year, yes. which is huge. You know what I mean? Like, I think the, and Bobby Wagner had a really great year. Yeah, so, I mean, and Dearness too. Like, remember that game, the Cardinals game in in the postseason. He showed up big time. So, so that guy, that guy. I actually don't think he gets like. I appreciate you for shouting him out because I feel like a lot of Rams fans don't like. He he gets some love, but he doesn't. You know, of course, like like you said, the pillar guys always get that like. All, like that's what the Rams are about, you know what I mean? But there's some guys in there that it's like, hold on, yeah. No, I'm so excited that Jordan Fuller is going to be healthy mm -hmm. and he's going to be back. He's going to be back there with John Johnson. John oh, Johnson, back, yeah. <sighs> you know, like that. That goes a long way when you have like the 
that vet presence that's yeah. back there. Like Weddle yep. of the Super Bowl. Unpacking everything, but he was there. Yeah. But you know, anywho, Rams camp. <laughs> I didn't go this year. I didn't uh, go. I think I, I didn't I also didn't get a chance to go. Um my goal is to obviously go to Irvine next season, but I do want to get out there. Um, I actually had a cousin that went. Um, he went for the first time. Um, he went on behalf of Toyota. And my cousin doesn't watch. Yeah, he doesn't watch football or anything like that. But he went, and uh, he was like sending me pictures. He was like, "Who should I look out for?" Like, you know what I mean? And it was funny. He was sending me pictures and stuff. But he actually said that he had a really good time. Um, he was actually in their hospitality tent or something like that. But it was interesting. Yeah, it was interesting to have him like say like, "Hey, you know, we're like well taken care of." It's like, yeah, it was. I guess it was a good time. <laughs> oh my gosh, sorry about that. That is it's okay. <laughs> That's a pin. Shout out to our Twitter friend. I actually have yours. I mentioned it to you, I think, a long time ago. I, not the old school. I love it. JD, he made these and he sent these to us. It I love cool. it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I gotta give you yours yeah. and put my seal. Yeah, I gotta put in my hat. I'm not wearing my LA hat today, but I gotta yeah, put it in my hat. Mine, mine will definitely be on my hat. Love but no, it. back to training camp. Um, I'm excited. I didn't get to go this season. I'm excited just because of the little things that I've heard. Because yeah. you have to understand, like we're coming out of a very depressing season, and that's just obviously because of injuries. Because it was what it was. So hey, now, like, now we have something to be excited about. You know, yeah. we have, again, Cooper Cup is going to be back. Matthew Stafford, he's saying he's healthier than ever. He feels great. The back he loves his job again. Is what <laughs> That's what I read. I read an article today that's like Matthew Stafford said he loves his job again. I'm like, that's huge. Like, come on now. Like, on some real stuff. Like, when it's all said and done, I talk to people about this all the time. I tell my dad, like, the way that you see football, like from back in the day, just like I gotta show up, I gotta get these hits, or I gotta like make these plays, or that's the only way I'm gonna get paid. Da, 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 da. Like that is kind of over and done. With oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like guys are valuing their mental health, they're valuing their bodies. You know, like you're gonna pay me what I'm worth, a, and I'm gonna also put myself first these days. 100%. Yeah. And like it that goes a long way. So like there are guys that are choosing to take the bag, you know, get these big contracts and like uh, supposedly Cheetah saying that he's gonna be done. Once his contract is up, he's done, right? He's gonna retire. And I mean, there are guys that have already done it. Andrew Luck, he chose to retire and like save his body and be with his kids and be able to run and play with them, you know. Yes. And like we actually just I seen a tweet about Luke Keekley. He also retired. Yeah, one of the greatest linebackers I've actually you know, seen. guys are making that. That's actually not, true. They're turning away from like that business decision, and it's more right. like I'm doing me. But I mean, they're going to get that bag in the on the front end, and then they turn around and like they're out of the league. They're investing. They're doing other things. They're actually endorsements. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it's good to know that in his, what, 15th year, that mm-hmm. he loves the game still and that yeah. he loves his job. Like, that's great. That's great for the morale of the team, you yeah. know, because it's it's different nowadays. So. Would you, would you, I mean, I, I, I've seen 
I've seen his name be mentioned when they say the pillars. Would you consider him a pillar? I feel like he's only been with us less than five seasons, but he, yeah, Matthew, because he got the job done, right? You, you, okay. Yeah, he has, like, he, okay. So you have to listen to the play callers. Like, I mean, I'm going to give you your time. I'm going to give you until, like, game one of the season. (laughs) Jordan Rodrigue, oh, my gosh. She she did her thing, just putting that together. And, oh, my God, her mind is just insanely just, like, impeccable. I I don't know the word for when it comes to just, like, a football IQ outside of, like, being a coach, being in a front office type of thing. Like she just has this understanding of the game beyond. And like, I admire it so much. Yeah. And I feel like she gives us like a, she gives us like, not only obviously she reports on, on our team, but she gives us a kind of view like to to the Rams and not that we don't get like from other folks. Does that make sense? Like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, she gives you this inside look in a different sense. And obviously with the woman, she's where you're coming from. Yeah, so I say about her reporting. You said je ne sais quoi. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's just that. So I, yeah, I, 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 I am gonna watch the play callers or listen. No, to it, it talks like you have to because it gets into just why we made the decision that we made to get Matthew Stafford and just. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I mean, right, but it, yeah. That's- uh-huh. No, 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 no. You have to listen to the play callers because this is like intimate conversation where you're hearing the mind of McVeigh. You're hearing the mind of Les. And like they're giving you like kind of like a rundown of how it happened. Like Andrew Whitworth is talking about it and like they're talking about the dynamics. Like everybody knows just kind of what they were putting in the media type of deal. But this is yeah. kind of the behind the scenes exclusive you know, in a podcast form, but it's no, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I haven't finished all of it. I think I have one more episode to go, but it's really, really, really good. And like I said, you have to listen to it because it'll give you just the reasoning as to why Matthew Sweet, Sean McVay knew that Matthew Stafford was literally the missing piece in us winning the Super Bowl. And we did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got there and we didn't get the job done with, with Jared Goff, even though I hate to, to say that, but, um, yeah. and it's true and it's true, right? This guy had been in Detroit for 13 years, like experienced guy. I mean, they loved him so much. They, they told him, Hey, we're going to give you your, like, it's your decision. You go where you want. Like you did, you did your services. You paid your dues here. Like, and, um, I, I have heard some stuff about like those conversations in that one house in Mexico, they were trying to get Matthew Stafford to come over to the Rams. But um, I'm definitely, I like I said, I like feel like Jordan provides that that behind the scenes look that we don't get from many folks. So I definitely want to see what else. I don't know if any of that stuff is uh, censored language, but I heard it was. <laughs> and so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a listen for sure. But um, no, it's good. Definitely, Matthew, Matthew being healthy is huge. Um, he asked Cooper to throw it to this guy, which is going to be amazing because they talk about it on the play callers, just like how they 
just work on the sidelines to get their chemistry on par and just like there'll be a play that they can mm-hmm. execute and practice that like maybe they'll mess up but then they'll go work on it together and just yeah so that's that's good that he's gonna have him back um we have the rookie uh what's the rookie receiver's name puka puka nakua yeah 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 so He's looking good, I'm hearing. Really good stuff out of camp from Puka. So that's actually somebody that I wish actually I was going to. um, Last season I went to a preseason game. I wish I was going to one this season, but I'm not so far. So I know that Saturday's one. Are you going to go? No. Speaking of that, I'm going to give away my tickets. So I'll tweet it, and then you can retweet it for me. I got you. But, um, (laughs) yeah. No, if you want to go. I can't Saturday. Oh yeah, okay. Well, but it's okay. But anyway. you have it, folks. Puka. But no, you have first dibs for sure. You have first dibs for sure. I love you. <laughs> Here's the good stuff from Puka. Um, we. That's what I'm saying. I, I wish I was going to the preseason game to see maybe you get some reps in and stuff like that. But that that was actually going to be like my next question to you though. Like the young guys that you're like kind of have your eyes on you know I had I had some guys in mind that I wanted us to draft but of course like we can't talk about these rookies without talking <laughs> about the Georgia dog Stetson yeah Stetson also had some really good stuff coming out of camp too but you know I seen some clips that the Rams posted and I was like oh that's a dot that was nice he put that right in the basket like what yeah I'm um, interested I'm I'm interested to see him obviously preseason mm-hmm. um but I don't think that we're going to be starting him. Oh, no, no. I mean, 100%. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm talking about the rookies, but, of course, he's not starting anytime soon. <laughs> um, well, back to um, Puka, I'm hearing that he's, like, given this Robert Woods-esque type of play. Goodness like, to him? Ooh. You know, just, like, his body, his control. Okay. Um, they said that he's really, really smart with the game and just like things that he picks up on and yeah. like questions that he asks. So, you know, that's good. The future is bright. He got smacked by Aaron Donald. <laughs> <laughs> the future is bright for us. I, I'm not gonna. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Um, you know, get like too, too on the like negative side, but you know, I know oh, that we built. Yeah. Training camp. I'm sorry to cut you off, but bef- I don't want us to not talk about Sony Michelle just retired, like in the middle of the camp. I know, but that can also be brought into our conversation. Maybe the big kind of like I guess it's not it's it's kind of dying down right now, but it still has some traction to it. Is what's going on with the running back position in the NFL? Maybe that's why Sony said, you know what. I got my ring. I'm cool. Like, I'm out. Um, Jonathan Taylor is in a really nasty situation with the Colts right now. Yeah. So he has two rings. Okay. That's right. Um, (laughs) But no, that Jonathan Taylor situation is, yeah, like, gosh. I mean, the Colts owner, like, the moves that he makes, they're always just questionable. You know what I mean? And it's it's Jonathan Taylor. Look at their look at the way that the team was with him last season and the season prior. 
Oh, it was a, he was, excuse me, prior wow. to that. Go ahead. No, I said he was in MVP conversations two seasons ago. Seriously. You know what I mean? Just a beast for fantasy football. All my fantasy <laughs> football folks know, because I drafted him last season and it didn't, granted, he had some injuries. He was dealing with some ankle injuries and some other things. So I don't want to knock him down too bad. Will I draft him this year? No. But anyway, that's a different conversation. Uh, <laughs> But it's crazy, right, that, like, a guy that was in MVP conversations two seasons ago, now he's in the situation where he's just like, I don't want to be here. And then Ursay's like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, the whole running back situation is, we can say it's criminal, but it's been like that for years. You know, um, you have who, who's still at home? Zeke? Zeke's not on his no team um and you're right you're right though it, it is unfortunately the shelf life of a running back is obviously very it's very they have a very short shelf life and I think that's why we've also seen these teams also have like that dual like headed snake type stuff so they can stagger these guys because it's like unfortunately these are the guys that get they, they touch the ball the most but of course they get hit the most and so it's sad, though. I mean, no, 100%. It's sad. Like, it sucks, right? Because it's just like, you should be paid on like the productivity that you obviously bring right? and like the productivity that you bring in regards to the success of the team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, granted, like, you know, even that season when we were talking about Jonathan Taylor, even though he was MVP conversation, like, did they go far? No. But that's, that's also because football is the ultimate team sport, right? So, it's hard, you know what I mean. Um, it sucks. It's kind of like the running back situation is going like in a scary path, in my opinion. Um, it seems like they're just like we're just gonna pump these guys out. But I feel like what's gonna start happening, and feel free to chime in here. But I feel like these kids are just—they're not gonna want to play this position anymore. It's like, wait a minute, I'm the one that gets beat oh, up for real. Like they're gonna be switching up because you know I mean? it's a lot of work and. <sighs> it's tough, like, back to the play callers. So, like, just they talk about the Tiger the situation and just how our offense was with him and how he was, you know, in those offensive player of the year talks. And it, it's just crazy how he was as a player, dynamic, out of college, off of an injury, you know what I mean? And then there's a dog, yes. yes. I don't know what happened. Like, obviously an injury, right? And it's like, to me, <laughs> I'm like, they have, like, some secret file. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy because he was just so good. Dynamic. Yeah, he had it all, right? Beefy. Pause. He was dynamic, beefy, like, just fast. Like, it's just, like, I personally just another fantasy football god, okay, as well. But it, it's, like, seeing seeing that – not only like obviously you, like we would see it in person, but seeing that on the screen, you know, and just hearing, like you said, he was in offensive player of the year talks. This is a guy that like, like somewhat made the Rams like not relevant again, you know what I mean? But just sparked, especially coming back, it just sparked that like. Oh, he was huge. Like he was a huge contributing factor to the Rams offense and like putting us in the position that we're in and yeah. just like. And Jared Goff succeed, and yeah, I mean, but <sighs> um, yeah, early. 
<laughs> doing well. No, seriously. Yeah, I just I seen a tweet well, earlier. Money and did good things, you know. Yeah, you know what? He was actually he was actually at the Super Bowl experience when we were when it was here in LA um, signing autographs. Oh, right. Yeah, I was I went that day and I seen him signing autographs. Autograph? No, the line was too long. I was like, oh, I mean that's I love you, TG, but uh, so I gotta go. That is good. He had a long line, okay. Yeah, yeah, the line was the line was pretty decent. So yeah, I loves talk early. I mean, how could you not, right? So um running back situation is gonna be a little it's gonna be a little tough. It's going down. Rams running back situation. I guess McVay has decided that Cam has the the one spot. So are you going to pick him up in your fantasy league? I'm absolutely not. Look, <laughs> We're going to have a whole episode. Not a whole episode, but we'll right. do another episode. Um, you know, talk about fantasy. That's right. Yeah. Um, Maybe Laquan will come on here. Yes. Yes. And he can give me advice. Um, as to what possessed me to join four leagues this year, my max four leagues. I know what my max doing? used to be two, and I used to be crazy with two. Is this just like a pride leagues, or do you win something? No, it's for money. Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, that sounds so degenerate. As like, yeah, like it has to be for money. <laughs> It does. <laughs> like it does. With all his life, you know what I mean? Like, no, I'm in a league that we don't play for anything. And like I've been inclined to be like, we should play for something. But I like, like I mean I get you. Yeah, so um like you said, we definitely are gonna have an episode um where we can talk maybe next episode. Yeah, we can talk fantasy. Um we can talk uh, betting odds for you. We'll, we'll... Well, what rookies? Okay, so in fantasy, what rookies should I be looking at to pick up? Well, see, usually everybody drafts a sneak peek into fantasy. <laughs> I, I would, I would, I would go with a receiver. I would, I would go with a receiver. You can, you know, the old, the old days. Some old strategies that I used to be told back in my old days. It was like draft running backs first, right? So like. um I'm trying to think of like a rookie running back because my boy, shout out to my boy, Zach Charbonnet, got hurt at camp with the Seahawks. Yeah. Broke my heart. That's just the bias ruining me. A mean backfield. Like, ugh. I know. <laughs> I love that sound effect. Bijan Robinson. Bijan Robinson with the Falcons. Bijan Robinson. Oh, he can her, but. but- I am not too comfortable. Fantasy, I don't know, right? Like he, like I know what type of running back he is and like what he looks like. But then, are the Falcons gonna use him at the goal line? You know what I mean? Like, but he can get off. So if maybe if you're in like a PPR league, because he's gonna be catching like some little some yeah slants and doing some things like that. So, but I'll say I don't. Feel. But you want to pick him up first. Oh, no. No. First of all, no. <laughs> I, I'm not going for any Falcons. Okay, no disrespect. I don't know what the Falcons are doing right now. I'm not going for any Falcons unless yeah. I absolutely have to. And if I do... Ritter's their quarterback. I'm going Kyle Pitts in, like, the God knows what round. Like, um, but... I mean... 
See, I'm not like that into fantasy. Like I, I feel like I'm more into fantasy because of betting. If that makes sense. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But anywho, um, we balance each other out. People say that Kyle Pitts is like the prayer. You know what I mean? Like. Like I'm, I'm like hoping that he's gonna do good, you know, yeah. this, this time around. I'm hoping this week, you know, this is the week. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if you should stay with Laquan. We need you <laughs> come on this show for us. <laughs> I can talk fantasy for a long time. You can talk betting for a long time. We just balance each other out. That's that's I why I, you know that's why I love you. So fantasy football is definitely gonna be a, a topic of ours. Um. And uh, I'm trying to think, you know, like as I was signing myself up for these leagues, I was like thinking, like, who are going to be my QBs? Like, I don't even know. You know what I mean? I, I want my boy Jalen Hurts on there, but he'll probably be gone because knowing my luck, I get a low pick. But speaking of QBs, um, we want to get into the quarterback show. Did you watch the quarterback show? I did. I actually did. I didn't finish the last episode, but I don't think I needed to. <laughs> you know how those shows get by, like, you know. But I, I got the gist of it for the most part. Like, it yeah. wasn't enough football for me, but I didn't expect it to be. Like, no, shout out to Peyton. Like, no disrespect. No shade. Hey. Because, you know, I love him. But. Yeah. Like you, it, you got to get people to watch it on Netflix, you know. So there has to be an entertainment factor to it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You obviously get it, like you said. It's it, it is football, of course. These are quarterbacks that we're talking about, but like you, you see a different view of their life. Like you see them yeah, as, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You see them as dads, as husbands, as human beings. Like of course, you know, uh, we should people should see them as human beings more than rest. I'm just terrible person. Person. I'm like, it wasn't enough football. I don't care about their lives. I don't care about uh, your team. Oh my gosh, no way. I love that. No, like, they all have beautiful families. And, like, I love that they showed that. And Yeah, that. no, 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 for sure. I actually, Brittany, I watched this while on my way back from Europe. My family it was an 11-hour flight. Must be nice. I know. <laughs> but... Um, you know, it was eight episodes. Obviously, I didn't watch the last episode because we had already landed. Um, it was eight episodes, eight hours. I like took naps and we timed out right. Yeah, it got me. It got me through the flight. But uh, perfect. <laughs> what I was gonna say is that um, did you read the report where uh, Matthew Stafford was asked to be a part of the show and he said he politely said no. I believe it. Well, I believe it too, but it's just kind of like, oh man. Like, I, as a Rams fan, I would have wanted to see that. But, you know, everybody knows that Matthew Stafford's that type of guy where it's like, look, I do my I do my job, I go, what is it? I do my job, I go home. Like, well, you have to think about the season that he was coming off of. Like, no, we, facts. we won the Super Bowl. But also, like, he had just moved to L.A. Like, he was already in the limelight. He was already in the spotlight. Like, poor Jeff Bell. Andre, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, they can't go anywhere, you know, and just – be a family and enjoy their girls and like do things like that especially like you're coming out of covid you want to be out so it's like yeah i don't want somebody invading my space like that like i'm let me lock in on football and not have all these cameras does that show how incredible patrick mahomes is that he did that with the cameras yes sure you know but 
not, I mean, it's not taking anything away from anybody else. Like, I think that everybody to each his own. Like, Patrick no, no. Mahomes is a different type of superstar right now. Oh, so. for sure. That guy is, you, like I said, you definitely get to see them in a different light, for sure. Um, speaking of Netflix and quarterbacks, you wanted to tell me about the Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel, Untold. Um, yeah, you haven't seen it, but it's good. I mean, <laughs> like... So I I tweeted today or yesterday, like people have been sleeping on the Untold series because like even the non-football or basketball ones are good. Yeah. The one crime and penalties about the um, minor league hockey team, the Danbury Dashers. Oh my gosh, that one is so good. Like you have to see that one. Uh, let me think. The, there's a Caitlyn Jenner one. Okay. Um, the Manziel one was that not an untold series? That was. Yeah. Yeah. You saw that one? Yeah, Manziel. Yeah, I did see it, and I felt actually. Um, so yeah, so there's I a Jake Paul that. one. What's that? There's a Jake Paul one, but you don't like Jake Paul, so. But I mean, it just it talks about how he just kind of decided to to box. Like I don't want to box. I don't want. I don't want to say become a boxer. You know what I mean? But He's boxing right now. Yeah. So, um, he's, bo- so, he's boxing dudes that are past their prime, but sure. Um, so the uh, Johnny I, say it like I can do it, you know? Like It's so, you know, it talks about Texas A&M and just how once they made okay. their move um, into the SEC mm-hmm. and getting Johnny Manziel, like, it, obviously it talks about the start of him and just growing up in Texas and Friday Night Lights and just how that is just like Manchurian candidate football. <laughs> like, um, and then it goes into like him obviously going to College Station and just how he turned the school around like as a freshman. But then that kind of gave him this opportunity to become like a celebrity, like not a social media celebrity because he was like an athlete, you know what I mean? But yeah. like he was also getting autographs like yeah. on the side. Right. I feel like he was like he was almost like also like part of pop culture, I guess you could say too, in the in a way. You yeah. know, what I mean? he was with LeBron and he was with Justin Timberlake. And no, he was out in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's funny because he talks about it, his ex-best friend I'm in all it's sad because like they don't talk anymore um but his ex-best friend talks about how he like his manager and how he just would always get wasted because like that was just the life like no matter what it was he said like win or lose we booze like as a freshman but then he also won Heisman so it's just like you're reaching these pinnacles and like you're just like yeah I'm the shit like yeah and yeah. nobody tell me nothing right so, he got to the point where he needed to like mellow out. He had an agent and it was the funniest thing. His agent said that he needed to go to the combine and he needed to stay sober. And he's like, I'm a drug test him. You know, like I have been drug testing him. He's been clean. Everything's been good. So then he says that the day of the combine, Johnny's like, I fucked up. He's like, I don't know what happened. Like I blacked out. I don't know if there's going to be anything that pops up on the drug test. He's like, but yeah, like I'm going to just hydrate. I'm going to pee it all out. And so the agent was like, 
you're gonna your dad's gonna fake a heart attack check yourself into the hospital your mom's gonna be crying you're gonna have to leave the combine early just like all to avoid him taking a drug test just imagine that imagine that like, <laughs> the fuckery like <laughs> but so, yeah, like, so that is the life of johnny manzel and just all the stuff that he's going through and then yeah so, about him because he was married Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he was married. It doesn't talk about that. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm not laughing at his marriage. Like I would never do that. But about um, that. But it just talks about like college and oh, and then obviously getting becoming the number one draft pick and how mm-hmm. he got fired because he. You know how he got cut from the Browns? Uh, look, the Browns have cut. I've gone through so many things. <laughs> I'm sorry. Where's that, where's that one meme of that guy with the jersey and it's got like the long list of like the right, right. Yeah, let him down and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Refresh our memory on, on how he got cut. Well, obviously you haven't seen it, but he went to Vegas on a Saturday, missed a flight home, didn't show up for a game Sunday. Not just went to Vegas, girl. He had on this wig and this mustache, thinking he was gonna disguise, like have a disguise. I I'm, gonna you this picture. I'm gonna send you the picture. <laughs> I've never seen that picture of that. I was like, "What is going on with you?" Like, so yeah, so he did that. Didn't show up for the game the next day. Got cut. Like, what did you think? Yeah, did you I do remember the wig picture and the the yeah, but it's yeah that guy he as. Quickly as he rose, he also fell, you know, and it sucks because it's like it sucks seeing these guys with like this natural talent. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and then it's just like it unfortunately doesn't get managed the right way. So exactly. And I mean, he had like mental issues, you know, the aftermath of it. He battled depression and like I think he almost committed suicide. So like that's did hear about that. Bad. you know that's unfortunate and yeah hopefully he's doing better but untold on netflix so I, yeah like i said i watched the mentai tale one last summer and i was like i feel bad like i was like you watched the and one and one and one, and one, one the one. like the shoe yeah i haven't watched that one i think i haven't watched many of the ones but um Malice at the Palace is a good one too. Yes, I have watched Malice at the Palace <laughs> because I was only like what 10 when that happened. So I actually have vague <laughs> memory of that. I have vague memory of that. that so but the Malice at the Palace one was good. That one was good. Even though you knew what was gonna happen, like you were just like, oh my god, like this is madness. Like <laughs> yeah. What? Um then brings us to our next topic. Uh, Hard Knocks started on what two days ago? Today's August tenth. It started a couple days ago. Oh yeah, Tuesdays it comes on. That's another show that obviously I'm tuned into. So this season, no, I didn't because I was working. Okay. I, gotta, I gotta catch up on some stuff. Okay, you gotta catch up on TV because you told me that you're watching like Love Island, but you'll tell me more about that show. I've finished everything else, so I might as well watch. Yes. <laughs> so this is like, I think we talked about this, but this is my rule. So like anytime between like late June, NBA finals are over late June to like 
literally September. I watch stuff that you would never even think that I'm watching. Like I got into Marvel again. Like, you know, I was like watching just like, like the other day I watched a documentary on voice acting. <laughs> it's actually kind of interesting. Send me that one, you know, I love it. I'm to you. So that period of time, the off season where it's like, obviously I'm not that much into baseball. I'm sorry guys, but that period of time is like those few months. I just take it to like, Yes, I watch Love Island. It's my guilty pleasure. Um, This season, or this off-season, I should say, I discovered that um, all of the WWE episodes or any Raw, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown episodes are all on Peacock from, like, back in the day. The wrestling stuff. Okay. Yeah, so I watched that. Wrestling? Like, 2003? Like, The Rock? Girl, they there's like this period of time where Monday Night Raw is having a countdown to the uh, millennium. Okay, <laughs> it's that old. Like I'm talking, okay. like it goes back even before our time. Like I know for a fact it's before our I time. I only watched wrestling like during that period. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, right. Austin, yeah. Triple H. H. Yeah. Okay. All of and our wrestling fans. Yeah, like all that, and like in school, like boys used to do like the suck it shit, and like, yeah, you know, like yeah. all okay. that. I love The Rock though, and my mom, she used to be a um, a business account, like an accountant, account manager for like firms, mm-hmm. and one of her clients was Michael Clark Duncan, rest in peace. Oh and God. so he was filming. What is the what is the movie that he was in with The Rock? Like The Scorpion King or something, something like that. Like okay. I, something like that. But he was in that movie with him. And so I was like, you're in the movie with The Rock? Like I have to send him a message. I'm in fourth grade, okay? <laughs> I have to send him a message. So I write down a note and I send it away. And Michael tells me that he sends it to the rock. Girl, it was like, you are so fine. I love you so much. <laughs> I just want to marry you. <laughs> that was the message in fourth grade. Now you be in fourth grade, thirsting over the rock. <laughs> I'm just hungry, tiger, sending the message like to the set. Like, oh my Listen, God. I would have done the same thing because the rock made me feel some type of way back in the no, day. I love so these like, now. Still. Yeah. <laughs> These episodes on on TikTok, I was gonna say, oh my god, on um, Peacock, um, definitely will make you feel so much nostalgia, dude. Like, even the women's makeup and like, you know, like it's just uh, there's just so much nostalgia there. And of I course, love like, you are so passionate about wrestling. Like, I know ooh. I'm such a nerd. I'm such a nerd. No, um, I love that. Oh, my we're, both, we're both nerds, like the sports girl nerds. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So if you didn't know what happened, we'll get a graphic made of us wearing with both glasses, like nerds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I should find a picture of myself as a kid with glasses on. That would be funny. Um, but yeah, so all of any wrestling fans that are watching uh, Peacock, you have a subscription to Peacock. Um, any episode that you can think of is on there. Um, but then, so yeah, we want to talk about Hard Knocks. So we just got into the TV thing. Yeah, I mean, check it out. It was good. I will say this, though. Obviously, like, 
do I think that Hard Knocks already has like an agenda? Uh, oh, okay. Like I was, you know, I was going somewhere else. I thought you said yeah. like, like, do I think that they kind of wanted to like present Aaron Rodgers in a way like for him to be? I say palatable just because like I can't think of anything else right now. No, but you know, he puts a bad taste in some people's mouths, and like some people just don't like him. But like the things that he's accomplished, like you have to respect that. You have For to respect sure. greatness in terms of three, four time MVP. So, anywho, so with him going to the Jets and kind of starting over, like it gives you a very refreshing Aaron Rodgers, I will say. Okay. Um, it gives you. Even, like, the teammates say that. Like, the young guys are, like, you know. And, like, the young guys are the guys that grew up seeing him on TV. And, like, they tell him that. And they're, like, it's good to see you. You know, like, that he's nothing like what he's like or what they say he's like. Or the media has him all wrong. And, like, just did I think that he was, like, acting, putting on a show, doing anything extra because, like, there's cameras following him around? Nope. I truly thought that he was Aaron Rodgers, like the things that he brought up to talk about, like his coaches and like how they make things funny. And like he brought up like Austin Powers, gold member. It was a gold member. Like he's funny, like and just like normal. But like, I think that we've kind of villainized him, you know. Wait, is this you saying this or these are the, the guys that are on the show saying this? Well, this is me saying this. Okay, okay. Like, yeah. like what his teammates are saying is like for sure. It's saying like we like he's nothing like what the media says. He's like like he's mm. so cool. He's so like down to earth and like he has his handshakes with everybody and like his and sauces are like they are like smoking. Really, like, the main reason why I want to tune in. Or I, I don't know if it's a joint, but hello, it, it, it looks like a joint. But <laughs> yeah. And I, like, when it's all said and done, like when you look at Aaron Rodgers, me, because I can only look at him from the outside in, right? Because I don't know him. But just like he's always been very vocal about himself. And like it's kind of came off as like him being selfish, right? But mm-hmm. I just think that he is somebody who, yeah, yeah, he puts himself first. And like that has also contributed to longevity that's contributed to him winning MVPs for sure I mean at the top of the show we talked about we villainized him though well I I wouldn't say villainized maybe I would say because obviously the media does play a role he's kind of like him seem just like rumpsters or like just like a contrarian you know what I mean or he's the type like I feel like he's very unpredictable um, and obviously the media likes folks that they can talk about in a manner that they're like, we are sure that this is his next move type stuff. So I will say that he is very unpredictable. And I think that's why the, that people rubs people the wrong way um, in the sense like, you know, I mean, we would talk about, I remember like past three seasons, like it was like, is Aaron Rodgers going to stay in Green Bay? You know what I mean? And hearing some foreign way, you know, what is it? Zero dark 30 or is that? whatever the the retreat that he would do but like with those rumors circulating like there had to be to me some sort of truth behind him not being happy because oh yeah yeah. the person that like puts itself first 
like his happiness is gonna come first and like I don't think that it was a money thing because even now with the Jets he's taking less money like he's mm-hmm. taking what like a 35 million dollar pay cut mm-hmm. and I think that it's a matter like it gets to a point where like your environment and like everything around you matters like you do not need toxicity point blank period and like he's always just been that kind of guy like they've always been like he's like a hipster he's like a shrooms type of remember the thing i sent you with the raccoon <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. went to that like dark place which i actually i i'm telling you i really want to go there i would go there crazy rooms and like do you, if you can do it like with another person, I'll do it. But if it's just you and like that's it, and like the people that own the property, no, hell no. But I need that sleep, like for real. <laughs> like I need it. But it is just like remember, I think you and I watched a video on it together. Remember? Right. I, I sent you that long, like it wasn't that long, but like you got the gist of it, of like yeah, but like and like how. It looks and right, but he like doesn't have light, right? Like no, it's pitch black, like complete darkness. For it was supposed to be for five days, and like the guy, I think the guy in the video actually did it for the five days, and like by day three, he was having this breakthrough, and like he was just saying like it took him to so many emotional places, which I mean, hell yeah, like (laughs) I believe it. But once he came outside, he's like the colors are brighter, and like. People were on Aaron Rodgers' head because he wanted to do something like that. Like, what the fuck? I want to experience life like that too. That there is nothing wrong with that. You know? No, there isn't. And I think maybe I think that's why this is the actual season that he did leave. Um, just because maybe he finally just like he actually got that like, you know, because again we were hearing about it and he would hint to it as much as he wants to say he didn't. He would hint that he was leaving or unhappy. And, of course, you know, sometimes these players have to make these, like, subliminal messages to get, like, attention of ownership or, you know what I mean, general managers, whatever it is. Like, obviously, we have the power of social media now where they can – one simple post will get dissected, right? It's totally, totally different. Like It's totally different now. And they know that. They know that they have that power, right, where it's just, like – I can post one little just subliminal thing and Shit, it'll basically tamper. Like, <laughs> it'll be, like you know, but that's what it is. Like, that's the power of just the things that you can say or like just the power of what your platform is. Yeah. Like, you're to say things. So, yeah. Oh, right. yeah. But also like good for them. Bless their hearts. You know, like you, you said at the top of the show, these, these players are looking out for themselves now. Um, they have a lot more to lose now, whether it's with endorsements. They just want to take care of their body for the future of their kids. Like, you know, so I think that's also happening. And social media is, like, giving them that chance. But I think that with Aaron Rodgers, like, I just think that it's the unpredictability that scares people. And it kind of rubs, rubs people the wrong way. And I see it. I understand why. Does that take away from who Aaron Rodgers does that take away from who Aaron Rodgers is a player? No. You know what I mean? Because it's like, he can be a dickhead, pardon my French, but the guy's a guaranteed Hall of Famer. Like, guaranteed. Yeah. You know first, what I mean? For sure. First ballot, yeah. Yeah, first ballot for sure. Um, so, 
Um, I'm gonna watch Hard Knocks. Actually, maybe after we get off, I'm gonna watch Hard Knocks. So then when we meet next time, we can talk about it. Um, it's been a minute since I've watched Hard Knocks. I won't lie to you. I have some of my favorite seasons. I actually thought that you were gonna say that Hard Knocks like ran its course. Well, just there's just so much. I mean, like they tried to do an in season Hard Knocks and mm-hmm. like Cardinals and like yeah, it was just too much. But this is like re-sparking it. I don't know what the ratings were like, but I'm sure that they were high because it was Aaron Rodgers. Like they even had Lev, Lev, Lev Schreiber, <laughs> the narrator guy. Uh-huh. Like he flew in on a helicopter to be there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And, and you know they made it this whole thing. Uh, and I get it, and I get it because he's he's it's Aaron Rodgers, right? He's going to the Jets. Um, he's out of the NFC. Um, there's a lot of things going on, right? Robert Salas in the second year, third year as head coach. They have sauce. So it's a lot of pieces why I understand they that they got the role that, or like, you know, they got the spotlight this year for Hard Knocks. I get it. I get it. They're actually- going to do what the Rams did and they, they're going after their quarterback, the missing piece to try to go after that, that shit. Like, and it makes sense. And I'm telling you, you gotta watch it's like <laughs> just dropping that like the play yeah. dollars, the play dollars, but it really is so good because it doesn't just talk about McVay. So it talks about McVay, Mike McDaniel, Matt LaFleur, Kyle Shanahan. Yes, yes, I did see that. Yeah. It talks about people from their tree. So like when mm-hmm. Kyle talks about Robert Sala obviously being the DC. Mm-hmm. Like I, these guys go back even before then. And like Mike McDaniel was the OC with Kyle. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. In um San Francisco. But then you're like, what's that stupid team? Hold on. I can't think of it. <laughs> and then he was with them in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And they were all together in Washington. And like, oh, like the first episode talks about how they had this offense just like cooked up, girl, for RG3. Yeah. Um, it's just sad, like, how he got injured and how they just, like, they, but this, I was telling Deontay that this show is, like, it gives you the, like, four Ivy League just guys, you know? Like, not your, they're obviously not your normal just run-of-the-mill coach. Like, they are. No, 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 no. Just, they're different. and Right, and it's, like, they've changed the, the coaching game, obviously. 100%. And, like, you see that they're, they're picking from all these trees. But, like, just their thing and, like, how they see things and how they look at offenses and how they scheme things up and, like, how they were just going to run the whole, like, they were going to have uh, RG3 under the pistol. It was just crazy. Like, you have to listen to it. Even mm-hmm. just the first episode. Listen to that whenever you drive to work the next time. But, yeah. No, hard not to good. Um, you know, back to Robert Sala. Like, I think that he has that team ready to go. Like, Aaron Rodgers was that missing piece. Mm. Don't you think? Like, you're giving us a two-minute prediction right now. What's the defense? What's wrong with the defense? <laughs> I want to say there's anything wrong with the defense, but I wish I had my phone with numbers in front of me. But last season, I don't think that they let a team. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's, it, it is like 
it is like kind of I see how you're saying you're co- correlating that to like the Matthew Stafford thing, right? It's like our defense is solid, right? Um, our offense is is okay. We've had some mishaps. We just need the guy to lead it, right? Yeah. And who better than obviously Aaron Rodgers? So mm-hmm. I I definitely see where you're going. Welcome to the mm-hmm. AFC, but it's tough. The AFC is looking tough. That's another thing that also kind of boggled my mind, right? Yeah. It's like, don't disrespect the reigning champs. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be interesting. The AFC was already like that scale of these of these quarterbacks, dude. It's it's like the AFC is just it's just taking over. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so it's so stacked. So. This is going to be interesting to have him um, leave the NFC, be part of an already heavily uh, competitive conference, and just, like, he's probably the one guy aside from Patrick that it's like, look, I've been there. I've won it all, you know? Won it all. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of the AFC, I can't Joe Burrow's been there, but he didn't win it all. Yeah. (laughs) I I was there. You all know that. (laughs) Uh, yeah, out of those guys, you know what I mean? Except for Patrick Mahomes. He's, like, the only one that's, like, look. Oh, Russell Wilson. There we go. AFC. Been there. Won it. That's true. That's actually true. And he up with Sean Payton. And now Sean Payton is in uh, Denver. Listen. So that's going to be interesting. Listen. And, I mean, okay. Sean Payton, to me, like, okay, he has one ring. <laughs> Do you like, think it's like those guys over like a hundred? His record's like 152 to like 92. So, do you think he's like a he's like a Doc Rivers where it's just kind of like he just gets he get he like re- retained a job or gets a job because he had that one good season or that one that one time and it's like, oh, it's Sean Payton. Like, Doc Rivers gets that same treatment. It's so funny. I mean, the offense, like, that offense was really good. Like, with Drew Brees, it was pretty dynamic. But mm-hmm. that that is operative phrase, with Drew Brees. You right. Know what I mean? Of course. So, <sighs> I just think that his personality seems very diva-esque. Russell Wilson seems very diva-esque. Like, according mm-hmm. like. Didn't you read the right? These could be just rumors. You know, they said that, that he had his receivers call him or his teammates call his assistants to get mm-hmm. through. It. And mm-hmm. it's just, that's a lot of antics. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you're trying to play football, like if you're really trying to win a ring, like it's not going to be all that. And so like he's coming in the door or Sean Payton's coming in the door, picking a fight with Nathan Hackett. And like, it's mm-hmm. just like, it's drama already. So are you going to produce? Russell, you know what I mean? Like you're I mean look, think about it. The 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 season in Denver was so bad that I completely just it only went up from there. Yeah. Like they have that defense is really, really, really good. Like they it was a stat to where like if they would have scored like nineteen points in their games, they would have won all their games. Mm-hmm. Because like that's literally all just boiled down. Yeah. It sucks. They have like a really, really, really dope corner. Um, what is his name? Pat Sertain. Yes. He's really good. Like his dad was good, but he's yeah. like really, really good and like just sound and like if they could do something, okay, they can be competitors. 
the Chargers, like not saying that I know, you know, Herbo hasn't won anything, but they're supposed to be competitors. So the AFC is pretty stacked. Yeah, I just think it's funny though when we do talk about the AFC though, we say like those those guys, right? We we say the Herberts, we say the Mahomes, the Burrows, Mar. the Mars, we say um the Josh Allens, but like Josh, yeah, forgot about Josh. <laughs> but it, you, you know, I, well, the I am not gonna say anything about the Bills. Nope, not me, <laughs> baby. <laughs> when we think about the AOC, like those are the guys that we think about. Those like five, six guys, or five guys. Yeah. Trevor. Okay, so yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Russell Wilson. Trevor Lawrence is creeping his way up there. He, I mean, so I mean, we name in the whole AFC. <laughs> he finally got it. He got into a good system around him, and we saw again. So that's like my dark horse because you know we just don't know what the Browns are going to do. We haven't seen Deshaun. We never, do. we never know what the Browns are going to do. Although I will say, we don't know. I got this hat on because my boy DTR had a great. Looking nice, using the wheels out there. Man, my boy, I felt like a parent watching he, it. He needs to be that number two out there. They're saying that he might be, but who knows? It's way too soon to tell, of course. Um, but that was a proud moment for me, and it was awesome to see. Proud moment. moment of, you're so cute. I love you. You know? But anyway, we're so excited, though. Football is here. This is like, it's just like we can talk for hours. Obviously, you guys are not going to sit here and talk to us. Browns could be something though, because you know, if Nick Chubb plays, they have Nick Chubb. And yeah. then I know that the did the Saints really pick up Kareem Hunt. So supposedly, I guess it was like it was happening. I thought it was, the report was official. Turns out that it wasn't. So oh, even, their, even their running back number three, like what whoever their third back was, uh, I think it was really good. Yeah, not really. I'm not gonna say like, oh, just amazing. No, but he has some solid reps. He definitely has some solid reps. Yeah. Uh, um, and then, oh, yeah, Amari Cooper. Like, I was reading an article about him and just how he plays chess, really, and in, in real life, and mm-hmm. how in chess, like, you play the best move for like what it is. And like, he, I'm paraphrasing, but he was pretty much saying like when he's going up against, you know. You know, when he's playing a corner, like, he's not looking at it like, ah, oh, I, I, I got to go up against Jalen Ramsey. Ah, oh, you know, I got to go up against this guy or whatever the case is. Like, he's literally just saying, like, I got to do the best, execute the route, execute the play, the yeah, best. He's play. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, he, you know, like, everybody that's, that's has awesome. a psychological way oh, yeah. to play the game. And he's, like, to me, just very quiet, very humble. Um, mm-hmm. when he speaks, he's very well spoken, but it's like he has this like tacit, just like you know, tacit ability to just go out there and I don't say much. I just let the heat. Yeah, that's another guy, right? It's like I do my work, I go home. You know what I mean? Like, but I know to this day the Cowboys are gonna regret getting rid of that guy or letting that guy go, I should say. And that was another thing in the article, how he was just like, you know, with the Raiders, okay. Then you go and you link up with one team. You're there for two years, like the Cowboys. Like, and when you look at it on paper, it's like, why, why did they let him go? Why didn't they pay the man? Why didn't they give the man his job in Dallas, Texas? 
But I don't know. I think that That's now that he's had time yeah. behind the scenes, because another thing about Deshaun is that, I mean, from what I, from, we haven't seen anything about him, you know, in the media in regards to like him clapping back, you know, he has that whole I mean, situation, but the reality of the situation is if he has been working behind the scenes, he's had a lot of time to work. You know, for sure. I think that that's what he's been doing behind the scenes. So mm -hmm. he has a job. The NFL has allowed him to keep his job. And I think he's going to go out there and play, do his job to the best of his ability. So do I think that that the Browns could possibly be playing? And like another thing on the other side of the ball, you have Miles Garrett, right? And like, mm -hmm. When you think about it, you have like these defensive players of the year, and it's like it's always Aaron Donald, like it's TJ Watt, like what it's me. Why is it not me? When is it going to be my time? Like you know, you have Stephon Gilmore one year, like it's just, yeah, just I don't know. That's um, right. What are their odds? <laughs> just kidding. No, um, we'll talk about odds like on the next episode. How about that? Future odds. Future odds. We'll talk about a little bit more about fantasy next week. Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna start getting into drafting. You can talk to me about your odds that you have cooking up in that little mind of yours. See what Vegas is talking about. Um, yeah, we definitely want to. You know, obviously get into the group of things. Um, it's football time, baby. Like, I'm excited. I'm excited for football season. I'm excited to win money. I'm excited for bragging rights again because. Yeah. It's gonna be a good time. We'll see. <laughs> you gotta reconquer the NFC West. Lord, Lord, Lord. One game, one game at a time. <laughs> right? There's just so much to cover. It's just like I never want to stop. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time. This is Talking Sporty with Brittany Betts and Pete. To baby over there, cause you know I wanna poke, no I don't I just wanna stick it in the throat Drop at the house and go dipping on the spokes Niggas know, two twelves in the backseat Passing by the kids and they yelling, that's me